Welcome to The Hot Seat, a sheer therapy podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Pam, and I'll be joining you every week alongside my girls, Denise and Cousin Dan. Every episode, we'll be having real conversations, including the good, the bad, and yes, even the ugly. Although we are three women in different stages of our lives, one single, one married, and one divorced, we can still share our experiences together with love, faith, and a glass of wine in hand, of course. We know you're going to enjoy listening in and riding along this journey we call life with us together. Listen in as we talk, as we get real, and as we get raw. Here we are. Sheer Therapy. Okay, welcome back to another episode of The Hot Seat brought to you by the ladies of Sheer Therapy. So therapeutic. And today we're going to talk about something a little bit more dear to our heart, but in a lighthearted way. It's about faith. You got to have faith, right, girls? So, anyways, I'm Pam. I'm Danielle. And I'm Denise. That was very delayed. And yeah, we're going to hear, sit here and talk to you guys, talk about some of the myths, misconceptions. Um, and just like what faith means to us and what our belief system is. Yeah, but before we get started on what faith means to everybody, Danielle, can you please sing the George Michael song? <laughs> I'm putting Danielle on the spot. <laughs> is there a catch? You gotta have faith, the faith, the faith. Ding, 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 ding. Baby! I guess it would be nice. Oh, wait, wait. Hold on. Remember? But I got to have faith. Yes, I got to have faith. I said I got to have faith, faith, faith. Do you remember the reggae there version? Go. There we go. Leave it to Jamaicans to always take something and turn it with a twist. No, it was like, and I guess it would be nice if I could touch your body, yeah, knowing that. that everybody had a body like you. <laughs> that 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 version. Song. That version was not talking about Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not. But let's get back to it and let's just have a little maturity right now, guys. So, yes, faith. Faith is a thing that can really tear people apart, bring them together. But I think the problem is when people hear faith, they think of religion. Um, They think of uh, a lot of things, judgment, even though something that shouldn't be involved. But I mean, to us, it's like, it's kind of something that defines us. We really um, incorporate it into our daily lives, our friendship, um, you know, when we're being serious, like 10% of the time, it has a lot of faith. Even when we're being crazy, we incorporate faith. Um, And I think we all came from different like areas of it. Like Danielle, you can touch on how you were raised Catholic and, uh, you know, 
that was, I remember actually as a kid when I saw you doing your, I don't know what it was called, a communion yeah. conference. Yeah, I seen you in your little dress and stuff. And I was like, man, I was never baptized. What the heck? I want to have one of these communion things and like mm. eat bread. And I didn't get one because I got baptized at 28. I think it was 28. I got dunked in the tank. And it was crazy because I remember as a kid, I um, I almost had like a jealousy that I remember like split home. My dad got married after having me and my sister and all the three siblings that came out of that marriage were all Catholic and they were all baptized. They went to Catholic school. They got the dress with the communions and the confirmations and all of that stuff. And I was like, yo, what up? Like, just because you and my mom weren't married, we didn't get baptized. Like, I don't understand. But my mom always sent us to like Sunday school and church camps and and stuff like that. Our babysitter, Ina, she was a heavy, heavy Christian Mm -hmm. woman by title. And uh, I just wondered. But funny, when you flash forward, it's like, I am so happy that I wasn't baptized at a young age because I think me getting to choose as an adult made it a lot more significant. And it wasn't that I wanted to be tied to anything. It was just like, here I am, God, I'm showing you that I am not afraid to wear you on my sleeve, talk about you. And it's kind of like you're showing people what's happening inside. And you just want to show that like outward expression. And they dunked me in that tank. And you know, you come out and you feel like clean slate. And then soon as you come out, It's like all of life's battles hit you 10 times harder and you're faced with things, but it's like you approach it from a different angle, like with the faith lens. I don't know what you can say on that, but Dan, you can talk about the like whole Catholic upbringing and Denise, I'm sure yours was different with Nancy. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, my faith journey started out, my faith journey started out when I was like, five or six. I don't know if you guys are familiar with this when you live in like a community and the, and the bus would come, (laughs) the bus bus would come to pick all the church bus. Yeah. The church bus would come Mm -hmm. to pick all the children up. And, um, yeah, she'd walk me downstairs and send me on the bus. And um, you don't know about the church bus. Uh, So you've been saved and sanctified since 1980. No, I wasn't. You know, it's so funny. I never got, I never got saved or rebaptized till what? When was Elevate? Elevate, I did that. Oh, yeah. Elevation. This is Elevate. This salon is Elevate. Our shit. Elevation. Can you believe it? I, you know what? I still say shit and, 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 and faith at the same time. I'm just me, you know? But um, I got it. Yeah. I got baptized, what, three years ago? Three years ago at Elevation Church. Yeah. No, I think it was like two years ago. Two. So I've been saved for two years oh, now. Oh, we're adult baptizing besties. Yeah. It's okay, Dan. You can get dunked next if you want as an adult. Yeah, want. dunk me and I'll give it another twirl. <laughs> um, okay, give it another twirl because I used to watch people every, every Sunday. They'd go during the week and commit their crap. <laughs> and then every Sunday go to the altar and want to be saved. And God will take you because he has grace and refresh you all over again, like a fresh piece of blank paper. And I feel like, yeah, every time I go to church, I feel like you're just rebaptizing. Like every week you can baptize every morning when you you're splash cleansing. water on your face. Like it's literally yeah. just what's happening inside, outside. But yeah, and and I know growing up Catholic, you can speak now, is a very different 
um, way towards it where you look at more of like a religious aspect. Yeah. Uh, so I was baptized and raised Roman Catholic, um, strictly cause my grandparents, on my dad's side were very adamant that this is the route to take. Um, otherwise there's no other route to take. So, um, so the thing is that the Roman Catholic religion is more based on, from my perspective, being raised like that as a child, it's more like fear-based and obligation-based. And you're not really sure why you're following it because there's no attachment to something beyond that. So fear-based was like, don't do this. Don't do that. That's wrong. That's a sin. Da da da. And then, um, and then obligation based because everything I did, uh, like in the Catholic school I went to and like with my family was obligated to be like, this is the process of the Catholic church. You get baptized, confirmation, confession, fear was the confession as well. Imagine you're a kid and even up to age like 12, right? You're a kid. And so you're not doing bad things per se, but you never know what you're going to get in trouble for. And you're forced to do confession to a priest. And they're telling you, you're not allowed to lie about anything, anything you did. you And at that age, you're like, oh my God, I have to tell them what I did. Like, um, like, and then you're thinking of all this little mundane childish things you did that aren't really a sin, but like, you feel like you're going to get in trouble. So it just felt very like fearful and strict. And I couldn't connect to the church. Like I could never understand what the, what the sermon, what, like what the message was. And so then in my adult, in my teen years, oddly enough, I like strayed away from that whole Roman Catholic thing. Um, but the odd thing was that was my wildest time in my life, my teens and twenties, but it was the time where I had more faith than ever in anything. I never feared anything. I always just believed I was taken care of. Like I'm going to be taken care of. God's got me never worried about anything. Um, and that's when my faith was the strongest. And then I strayed from it again. Like when I became an adult, I, maybe I just became disillusioned with certain things Then I'm like, ah, like, you know, life is life. And, and now the last five years I've circled back to believing in a higher power, um, which I'm trying to even get back to even more right now, because I want to be more faith led rather than fear led because you can't be fearful and have faith. You have to pick a side. The two just don't go hand in hand. Yeah. And it's like, um, it's kind of like kids, like, let me try to explain this properly because I have problems explaining sometimes, but like, it's like when people say, oh, I want my kids to be afraid of me. Like, or like, I'm, yeah, I'm going to beat them. So they know, but it's like having fear or do you want them to respect you? Right. So it's kind of like, when I look at religion versus just me being a spiritual faith-based person, it's like, I look at it as well, I wouldn't want to be afraid of God because I feel like God loves me so much that I should be able to go to him with anything. And if it's, you think God's a him, a her, a bubble, like whatever you think it is, but it's like, if you have respect or like you have that relationship, that deep relationship, you can go with anything. But if you're like, man, 
I'm about to like do something and I really need to talk to somebody about this. If you're fearful, you're not going to talk because you're afraid of the outcome where it's like, that's to me where I always saw religion. Like, well, if you're living in this fear all the time, you're either going to suppress yourself and blow up one time, or you're just going to do things undercover because you're afraid of what's going to come out of it anyways. So I went to Catholic school, high school. I used to eat that communion. I used to drink that juice because I just wanted to do it because everybody else was. Sometimes I was hungry, but same thing. I couldn't. And my grandma, I loved going to church with her only because I loved, um, you know, those things that come out when you pray and you kneel on them. I just thought that was so fun. And I, you know what, to be honest, oh, I really just yeah. loved the aesthetic of the Catholic church. Like it's very pretty. It's very vintage, the glass, but I never knew what the heck the guy was talking about like the guy yeah at, at her church like I just never knew oh, the, the priest yes the priest I never knew what he was talking about it just sounded like and if my sister Caitlin is listening she'll know we could put on the same recording every morning for my grandmother and she wouldn't know the difference because it was like bring and then it would just be like and then Mary said, and you know what? There's a beauty to it. It's traditional. Like it's very like um, ritual, ritualistic type of vibe. But I never walked away feeling inspired. Like I'm addicted to church on Sundays. Um, I was a Joel Osteen fan, a Joyce Meyer fan, uh, whatever. Like, but I just feel like because when you leave, you feel inspired. They take something that's happening in life and they like really dissect it relate it to a story that could be biblical, but like the church we go to now, pastor will be like talking about something, but he'll relate it to Jay-Z and Kanye and be like, imagine Jay-Z was doing this because like, sometimes you just can't relate to these long names that are in the Bible or like these stories where they're sacrificing goats. Like we don't do that. So, but some people take it so literal where it's like, no, it just, the faith-based part of me is just like, I believe but all of the rules and stuff to judge and all of that stuff, it's like, no, but you need something to anchor to, to, to get you like through every single day. Like, especially now in a pandemic, like you need, you need faith or like crazy things happen in your marriage, your life, your friendships with your kids. You need to have faith to know that like something is going to pull you out, pull you out stronger. It might be hard, but like something is going to happen through it. I can't just listen to people talking quoting scriptures and passages that are not relating to my life. Mm-hmm. Denise, <laughs> you're just staring. And, that's, and um, that can tie into um, for a lot of people, I think, right. They can't listen to long services. Some people can't even listen to sermons. And so I think faith has to be individual to yourself. The three of us apply faith to our belief in God. Like we're specific about that, Mm -hmm. but it doesn't have to be for everyone. You could have faith in a crystal, a rock. You could have faith in your mother. Like faith is the confidence in something and the belief that that something has your back a hundred percent. So that could mean anything for anyone. We just attach it to God because that's how, that's how we express like our belief system. Um, I'm more tied. My and sometimes it takes you rock bottom to hit faith. <laughs> like it's not for the perfect, right, Denise? 
Absolutely. Faith isn't for the perfect perfected people. No, I've hit. Okay. So can you elaborate on that? Yeah, sure. I mean, I, I self-admittedly I've hit my highest, I've had my highest highs and my lowest lows. And during my lowest lows, I remember like reflecting and looking back, I tried to control the narrative. I tried to manipulate the situation so that I wouldn't have to feel the pain that I was going through. I tried to twist and turn and get out of it, but I kind of take my faith now and I mix it with spirituality, like spirituality, not so much in a sense of looking into the Bible and seeing what the word is saying, but more looking at things like Eckhart Tolle and mixing it with faith and living in the present and just knowing that whatever the present is, we learn to accept it. We learn to love it. And we learn to realize that's what it is and have faith that whatever tomorrow will bring, whatever it is, whether you think it's good, whether you think it's bad, that's just your destiny. And that's just what it is. Now, nobody's saying that, oh, if you're living less than, or if you're living less than your your capability or whatever you're capable of, you got to just accept it for what it is. No, but a lot of times, you know, like people will say they have faith, but when they go through tough circumstances, they try to manipulate and bend themselves and flex themselves out of the situation and not ride through the process because it's too painful and it's too much for them to bear. But having faith means walking through the fire, walking through the storm, walking through every season and every condition, knowing that it's just a season. It's just a, it's just a temporary moment in time. And it's going it, to, there's always going to be an upside at the end of the road. That's what faith is to me. Yeah. And that's what they said in the sermon um, the other day. He was saying too many people these days want to walk around the mountain. They want to walk around the fire, but they won't just step through it and face it. And I think that's what faith is. It's going through, knowing you're going to be equipped, looking inward, realizing the strength that you didn't know you had but believing that you'll find it there. So it's like, you know, or like, I can never do this because I was born or raised this way, blah, blah, blah. But it's like, no, I'm going to take it on. I'm going to conquer it because I have the faith that something is going to pull me through and get me through this and make me reach my potential and stuff like that. So it's again, like, yeah, when people, and especially, I mean, I could talk about this all day, but I feel like to, because faith, like people see me go to church and always want to label me. They want to call me, oh, you're a Christian or, oh, you're religious or, but it's like, I actually don't call myself anything. I don't, I don't give myself a label. Like, yes, if you are call yourself a Christian, it's because you're Christ-like and living like Christ, but I don't live like Christ every day. Sometimes I live the exact opposite because I'm human and I swear and I drink wine and I went clubbing. And, you know, if COVID didn't come, I think we went clubbing like a couple of weeks before COVID happened, right? With my father-in-law and he got us pretty, pretty intoxicated. But when you talk to somebody who is super religious that is not of somebody who goes to church, like that is no way to act. Oh, your shorts are too short. Mm, that is not a woman of, 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 of God, but like I am designed the way I'm designed for me. And I only have to talk to God about that. And Denise is designed her way and Danielle's designed her way. 
And we shouldn't sit here and be hard on ourselves because of something that somebody, somebody wrote sometime that said is wrong because there is not one person living on this earth that is doing anything perfectly. And if they act that way, they're full of shit, really, because you cannot be perfect living in a society, especially today. Like people are at home, can't go out, can't socialize. Some people don't have nobody thinking the worst thoughts ever. And they could be the person that was uh quote in scripture, like every week, you know, but um I don't, I don't like labels for that reason. People get righteous and think they're holier than thou. And I think if somebody sees you and there's something in you that they're drawn to because you're kind and you're giving and you're compassionate and you're empathetic, I think that goes further than any sort of like tie to these rules that you think you know, make you this bigger and better person, like being humble, not having an ego, being present. And there's so many great leaders out there that can teach you that were made in my eyes from God, from whatever other people believe fine. So for you to be interested in somebody like that, you're not having like an idol. You're just looking up to another human that's created a message that you're receiving in the way that you are meant to receive it. That's my spiel. I couldn't Amen. say it any goddamn better. Honestly, <laughs> you say it so eloquently. <laughs> Shut up, Denise. <sighs> but yeah, yeah. It. So, um, so in conclusion, <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, guys. Um, yeah, faith is whatever strength you can pull from whatever's going to get you through the day. Really, to be honest with you. <laughs> so, so if you're on our Instagram page and you want to leave a comment or something like, oh, you hashtag faith filled women or you hashtag church on Sunday, but look at you, you've had three glasses <laughs> of wine and you're sitting talking about Nancy up the road. Get off your high horse. Yeah, I, I have the bottle here right now while we're talking about faith. So, you know what? Take it as it is. You know what? <laughs> Jesus made wine. Jesus yep. uh, healed and hung with prostitutes. Again, if you believe in Jesus or not, that's not the point. The point is when you act like you're better than other people, you nasty, you nasty, you nasty bitch. And the truth is like, no one has the answer to navigating life. We're all doing it our own way and what works best for us. So judging other people or feeling like people aren't living up to what they think, quote unquote, a faith-based person would live like, like that's not for you to decide. We're all navigating and no one has the right or the wrong answer. We just have whatever works for us. And that's all we can do at the end of the day in this life. We know nothing further beyond what we believe in. And that's my word. Yeah. And nobody's acting like they're better than anybody. We're just all here trying to swim, you know, not trying. We're swimming. We're swimming. And that's it. And, you know, faith, faith is what makes us know that we're going to be sitting in the own network with Oprah and interviewing Mariah Carey. Because that's what faith does. It makes you move mountains and get through them and get to where you need to go. Why so is Mariah, Mariah literally wheeled into every conversation? Because Mariah and me are going to talk about when she wrote the song, Make It Happen. Shout that's out why. To faith. Oh, God. 
Shout out to Faith Evans on her first album when she did her <laughs> interlude on Faith, and she did a and she did a solo where she did Faith can move mountains to conquer anything. That was a tip of Denise's choir as a child. Yeah, she yep. just wanted you guys to hear it. The bus, the bus came every Sunday to pick up the little children. She's still working on the complex that her mom just didn't want her home. So she <laughs> sent her. Get on the bus. Nancy. Get on the bus, Denny. Lord Trevor, get that, get Denise out of this house. Get her on the bus. Lord Trevor. Yep. Anyways, I think we're done blabbing here, girls, aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> no, what? no, a true faith sermon. What a true faith sermon is we talk to you for 10 more hours. We go through the night. You have lunch break where everybody's gonna serve you food that we cooked and we all brought. We're gonna have to go through the organ and the singing, <laughs> and then another five more hours of worship. Amen. <laughs> We're kidding. We're not. But if you want to watch Elevation Church with us on Sundays, I watch it every Sunday, 930 a.m. Big up, big up. Pastor Stephen Furtick, Holly Furtick, sometimes Robert Madu, Taylor Madu. shout out. You know, I could keep going on forever because I just love them every Sunday. It makes me a better human. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Okay. So, you know. And TD Jakes. He's like ooh. the original OG. Yes. And he has... Yeah, he's the Dundada. Got his book today on Indigo, guys. Don't drop the mic. Because I ain't dropping the mic, but we're going to drop it now because we got to go. What? Boyaka, boyaka. So, Shabba Ranks, um, we hope you enjoyed this. What? Everybody always has to say that. Anytime you do like a boyaka, boyaka, you got to come with like a default. Shabba Ranking. <laughs> um, if you guys don't know, Pam speaks fluent Patois. If you ever want to talk to me, I can have a nice fluent Jamaican conversation with you. It's my native dialect tongue. Um, <laughs> we'll make that another episode where she strictly just speaks in Patois. Yeah, Patois all day. But yes, we hope you enjoyed this. It clarifies some things on us. And, you know, That's if you're on a journey, crazy. yeah, if you're on a journey and you have questions or anything if you just want to chat you know hit us up but until next time we'll see you later we love you we look forward to talking to you next <laughs> for another episode we will Hala. thank you thank you for joining bye Thank you for tuning in to another episode of The Hot Seat, a sheer therapy podcast. We hope you enjoyed yourself and can't wait to be with you again next week. If you've taken anything away from this today, it's to live, love, forgive, have faith, and always have a glass of wine and your girls. We can't wait to be with you all again next week. See you soon.